The views and opinions expressed on the social shade tree do not reflect or endorse its participants or affiliates views. Some issues may be sensitive in nature. Listener discretion is advised. Views and opinions of Johnny Neal II and Melvin Carter III, the host, are theirs. By listening, you agree to hold the host harmless. The social shade tree is created for informational and educational purposes only. Listeners are encouraged to seek their choice of legal, medical, financial, tax, and or other professional advice as it relates to their situation. Happy listening. Greetings, Social Shade Tree family. This is your host, Johnny Neal, along with co-host Melvin Carter. And today we have the privilege of interviewing and talking with Minister Slugger. Minister Slugger is a community activist, rather not an activist, but more of an advocate. Well, he's an advocate for for spiritual development and growth to youth in the community as well as other individuals. And he brings a different side and a different perspective uh, for helping people grapple with certain spiritual issues and fatherhood issues and just being a good human being. So I'm going to let Minister Slugger tell us a little bit about himself. And then today we're going to jump into the topic of the spiritual side of fatherhood. And he's going to share with us uh, some tips, tools, and tactics, as we like to say, um, on how men can be better fathers and grow in their community. Slugger, welcome. Thank you for coming. Um, give us a little bit about yourself, and and we'll get this thing kicked off with a question from Melvin. But, but All right. Man, before we get started, can we have Minister Slugger to just give us a, a, a quick word of prayer? Because God go. knows I need it. <laughs> I already. Father, we want to thank you, Lord, for this uh, this day. Uh, God, we just thank you, God, for protecting us from danger seen and unseen. And uh, may, Lord, uh, everything that uh, we say and do uh, during our time of fellowship uh, be a blessing uh, to you, but as well as to those uh, who will take a listen at this uh, podcast. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now we're we ready. All right. Well, uh, first of all, man, uh, thank you guys for uh, having me on. Uh, I'm I'm glad, uh, uh, Johnny, that uh, you, you made that correction because I am not a community activist, <laughs> so we don't we don't want to get that twisted. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> but uh, uh, but as you say, the man, um, I am a um, a minister from uh, Marlin, Texas. Man, uh, I'm more of a street minister. Um, I use uh, the platform of uh, social media, as well as the pulpit, as well as uh, street ministry, whatever you know uh, tools that God has made available to me to uh, to reach out uh, to His people. Uh, man, I'm I'm born and raised uh, here in Marlin. I've been here, you know, uh, all of my life. Um, you know, um, I am uh, hands on uh, in my community. And, uh, you know, man, and I'm just just grateful to be a part of uh, what God is doing, man. That's awesome. So um, I guess we want to get started by asking questions about. It seems like the community is in need or thirsty for good fathers, and I don't think people really understand the impact Melvin and I have coined the term the daddy difference. I don't think people really understand the impact of a father or the positive impact of what a father does. So I guess I would start by saying spiritually, um, sociologically, hypothetically, 
and in your street ministry, as you put it, what to you is the definition of a good father? Hmm. Good question. Well, first of all, I, I am no expert, but to me, man, uh, I, I would say what a good father is just someone who is just that, you know, someone who is a father to, uh, to, to their children, you know, being present, uh, in their life, uh, you know, providing, protecting, uh, you know, giving wisdom, giving direction and guidance, you know, and, uh, all of those things, you know, um, I know some of us who are from the, I'm a new school, but I'm an old school and I grew up around a lot of old school people. And I know, uh, people like, you know, my dad and, and from that era, you know, their definition of being a good father was being the provider. As long as I paid the bills, as long as I right. brought the food home, you know, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do as a father. But uh, at, when I became a father, I saw that there were some more layers uh, to that. And, uh, you know, it, it was not only providing, I've learned, but protecting uh, to, to lead and guide and just and also sometimes being a comfort, you know, for, for, from, you know, w w when you're wounded, right. so to me, that's, that's what being a good father is. You know, you talk about being a provider and I remember, and we'll talk about fathers saying, I love you. You know, I say, I love you a lot to my son. Yeah. I don't know if I, I know my father tells me that he loves me, but it's funny when you, when you bring up being a provider, I think the old school, as you were saying, has a tendency to not say that they love you, but to show you that they love you. And so, you know, a lot of those old school dads out there would say, you say, hey, daddy, I love you. And like my father, I said, daddy, I love you. Well, you know, I bought you some socks and some T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, so you're right. There's a difference in... Um, how they express love and how these these new generation fathers express love. Can you tell us, and maybe you want to jump in, Melvin. Sure. What sort of mentor activity, mentor activities would you look at? And maybe Melvin can go down that line of questioning as well. Sure. So, I'll, I'll let Melvin go first. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, uh, 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 when we're talking about mentoring we're talking about nurturing and and we are as men are not known to be as nurturers in, in per se uh we're not taught that that's that's what the, that's what our you know our women are taught to be more of a nurturer but in in this day and time we're, we're having a lot of young brothers who are being raised by predominantly uh women and so uh the, the old school way of, of way Melvin used to come at, at individuals and the way coaches, you know, <laughs> dealt with me in high school and the way they, you know, and my father dealt with me, you know, it, it, you know, uh, I don't know if that's as effective as it used to be because uh, a lot of these young, young guys, when you're mentoring them, you know, you realize that they come from a, from a variety of backgrounds. And sometimes the rough, tough way is not always the right way. You know, it's not always, uh, you know, it's not, it's, it, it doesn't, you don't get a connection with them because again, we're dealing with a lot of individuals that are, that are raised by single parent mothers 
who have taken on the personality of their mother. So when you when you do that old school thing like we used to have, I mean, hey man, you need to do this. <laughs> they tune out, man. They, you know, yeah. and, and so so I had to change my approach in, as far as mentoring was concerned, uh, and, and and how to reconnect with with the with the with the uh, community or the reconnect with those young men by uh, just kind of kind of coming at a different angle. So. My question, I mean, I, I, is, I, I, my question is to, to, to Minister Slugger. Uh, you you new school, old school, and uh, so so. Uh, how do you how do you you know what is your the techniques of, as far as mentoring our young people? Mm -hmm. Man, you know what? To be honest with you, I, I I don't I wouldn't say that I have a a certain uh, a technique that I use. Uh, it's mainly mostly discernment. As you said, you know, uh, you know, with these these uh, young men today, you know, they're different from how most of us uh, grew up, and uh, and no one person is the same. So, uh, depending on you know that person's character, you know, uh, uh, their mindset, and you know what their emotional stability is, you know, I usually gauge that, you know, uh, before I make my approach. As far as, you know, how, how I'm going to uh, handle them. And to be honest with you, you know, that's something my boys are uh, uh, 25 and 23. And um, and I'm still, you know, searching for what's the effective approach, you know, to, to even reach them. Because, you know, sometimes uh, it's easier to reach uh, kids outside of your home than yeah. those, you know, who are who are your own blood seed, <laughs> you know. so. Um, I feel you. Yeah, so so man, those are those are technique strategies or or however you want to call it, man. You know, I mean, they can they can vary, but uh, one one of the things, man, that I am finding or I have found out is, uh, you you can't be so rigid in how you do things. Well, this is how my dad did it, so this is how I'm gonna do it. Yeah, and I think that that's how we're losing uh, a lot of our young men. Because I know I took that approach at first, and then I had to call an audible. <laughs> I was like, "Wait a minute, what? you know, th this ain't working," you know. And so, uh, so like I say, man, the, the approach that I take is is not a one size uh, fit all. You know, I just use it, just man, ask really, Lord, help me to to give this individual what they need, brother, brother, minister. I, I want to ask this question. Because it's a question that I've been searching an answer for. Why do you think a lot of our, our brothers now neglect stepping up to the plate? And and knowing, you know, we talk, we corn this phase, we take care of the village. But that brothers are, that, are, that are able to take care of the village are not in the village. It's very few brothers right. that are, 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 I know I know some of the, some of the parts of that answer to that. But I, I'd just like to hear from your perspective. That's a brilliant question. And, and you know, and, and that's a question that that really, that's a million dollar question, really. Uh, and I think it's a question that really nobody has the, uh, the, the direct answer to. Well, you know, we all have our theories. But even if you look, you know, uh, as I look back in uh, the 70s and the 80s and the 90s and up until now, it's not a new issue but it does seem to be getting worse. Uh, I think uh, for, for some men, 
who neglect to step up to the plate. Their fathers didn't step up to the plate to them. And then so you you have that generational curse that just keeps passing being passed down. Okay. Um, I know how to I know how to create, but I don't know how to provide. I don't know how to to be present. You know, so we have this cycle of um uh, uh, you know, this generational curse of fathers not being present. My father wasn't there for me. I saw him bail out. And so that's what I'm doing. Then yeah. I think, you know, the other issue, you know, could be, um, you know, uh, just the, the, the role models that, uh, uh, you know, the role model of the streets. Uh, what I mean by that is, is that, yep. you know, uh, when you on the streets and you live in that street life, that's a norm. That, that's a norm. Preach brother. Preach. And so some, and so some of these cats don't even realize that, 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 that is not normal to, to be present, you know, in, in, in your kid's life. And so they just carry on about their business, you know, um, you know, do, doing what they do because again, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's the life or the, or the lifestyle you know, yeah. or the, you, uh, that, that they're into, you know, and, uh, that's, that's the best way that I, I could describe it. Um, I, I just know for me personally, um, you know, I, like I said, I have two boys, uh, 25 and 23, <coughs> my oldest son, um, he, he <coughs> was away from me since he was like eight months old. Uh, they moved off to Austin, Texas. Then from there, uh, they stayed there a number of years. Then they moved off to New Mexico, then Los Angeles. And, you know, all different places. And though I wasn't there in his life physically, I made sure I picked up that phone call, that that phone, and made sure that I that I called on a regular basis. Amen. You know, and when my youngest son, when uh he um me and his mom divorced, I was I was present in his life. I, I was there at the at the games. I was there, you know, showing up, making sure that you you know, you, you did your work and, and, and all these things here because um, I wanted to I just wanted to make sure that um, that they didn't, you know, uh, that, that and it's like I say, especially with my young son, because I was there, you know, I was actually able to be present in his life. I just wanted to make sure, you know, that I didn't repeat that pattern, you know, that was uh, that is so prevalent in our society. Right. I mean, that. That's, I mean, that's outstanding. Uh, you you made some some valid key points, and uh, and I I just I just know that uh, I mean you know I I, I look back and, and I look and I see how how our, our young men are, are you you brought up a great uh, a great analogy about the streets, and and you know most of our kids are being raised by drug dealers, and 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 have been they've been raised by material items. That being, you know, even the the, the two parent component, you see kids being raised by PlayStation. You know, you know they yeah. they, they being, but they, you know, and I think parents are spending, or men that that should be in the lives of their kids are spending way more time trying to be uh, that kid's friend. You know, instead of being a father. You know, and and right. that, and that, you know, or by. You know, if I get if I get enough material items, you know, they'll love me. You know, they'll love me because, you know, I got the the latest Jordans, and, you know, you know, and that's going to make them care more for me as a, as a father. That, 
I'm a good father because I bought my, I bought, I, you know, I, I see a lot of young kids right. buying Jordans for their babies. You know, I mean, right. and, and I'm saying, well, get the baby a stocking of some, some bonds and some, you know, get, get, get them some bonds and put it in their name and, uh, and let it grow so they, you know, they can have some money when they get to be a certain age. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, and, and it goes back to, you know, sorry to cut you off, but it goes back to oh, what we were talking about earlier. You know, the uh, the old school approach was as long as I provide. That's yeah. that's my love, <laughs> you know, and, and so and I think, you know, some of that is still being passed down. So when you say that, you know, some of them think that as long as they buy the PlayStation or as long as they buy the Jordans, I'm good, Yeah, you know. And, you know, that's the extent of my, uh, that's the extent of my love. And sometimes, like I said, a lot of things that we do, uh, we, we do it unknowingly or we yeah. do it, you know, ignorantly, you know, because we, we just don't know any better. You know, um, I, I know, I, like, again, I don't, you know, pretend to be an expert or to say that I got it all together or anything like that because I don't. But, um, you know, but I think for most of us, man, you know, we're still growing uh, into this thing called fatherhood because yeah. I, I think it's one of those things to where it's not a point that you arrive to i think it's something that you know you you, you continually learn but you have to be willing to learn it you know yeah. you have to be willing to to stay open uh uh to to be a student or whatever but nowadays you know when you try to give advice or whatever the first thing a lot of these cats say well who you think you are yeah. <laughs> you know uh yeah. you know we uh, who, who are you to judge you know, um, and I, and I think, man, you know, that we could all benefit from, from one another, man, if we would be open, you know, and, and honest and, and just remain coachable, you know, cause you know, all of us could, uh, could, could, could use some advice. Exactly. Including me. <laughs> hey man, especially me. I, cause I, 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 I pray every day for a new day to get what I did wrong for previous days, you know, and you and, and and you and Melvin touched on um, the traditional household, and I grew up in a traditional household. You know, according I don't want to say white America, but you know the white folk model, and and really it's a lot of black folks that had that model. They just don't acknowledge it on TV, but that's another matter. But I grew up. My parents were together. My mother recently passed after fifty four years of marriage. And, you know, when we talk about traditional ways of dealing with fatherhood, I think it was effective with me and the people my daddy influences because my mother was there. And so while my father may have had a hard line edge in how Jay do it this way, my mother, that was something in the background. My mother, <laughs> my mother was there to balance that other side. Yeah. Of what yeah. he gave. So you gentlemen are right in the sense that we have to be um, more open, I guess, is what we're we're looking is down the path we're going in the ways that we approach fatherhood and how we approach helping these young brothers out here be better parents and better fathers. So along that line, here's the question that Melvin and I have been asking. So I'm going to ask I'm going to ask on your behalf, Melvin. Am I my brother's keeper? Slugger. Am I my brother's keeper? So, you, can, you know, what do you think? I, I think we, uh, uh, I think we are our brother's keeper uh, to the extent that our brother allows us 
to be their keeper. All right. <laughs> good, good, good out. <laughs> because um, you know, sometimes you know we 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 reject sound advice. Uh, right. And I see it more more and more nowadays. It, it seems that sound advice is 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 frowned upon. It, it's it's something that's being shunned. Uh, it's something that's, that that is looked upon as well. You judging me, and it's like no, I'm not judging you. I'm being my I'm, I'm being my brother's keeper. You know, but but my brother don't want to be kept. <laughs> <laughs> right. And 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 that's and I guess what we're trying to do, and I see you trying to do it, you doing it. Uh, you know what? It's almost like people are like they see you one time and it's like, uh, here go Johnny, uh, here go Melvin. What you know, so they kind of shun us maybe initially. But then I think we keep coming around and then they're like at a certain point they're like, mm, guys might be all right. And so, you know, from a community standpoint, um, People don't really, I think people frown, or I, maybe frown is too strong of a word. People are are reticent or reluctant to take what we have to give them until they really truly buy into us. That That is true. That you, That is so true because relationship plays a big part, you know, mm. uh, uh, into that, you know, um, I, I have to first, and man, I'm I'm glad you brought that up because some of the most some of the connections that I have made are where I, you know, I was effective in a person's life, whether it be you know uh, a young adult or whether it be you know uh, an adult period, um, right. was after we established a relationship, and I could have known that person for quite some time, but just because you may know of the person. You know the person. Uh, no other person don't mean that you know the person. Yeah. And so, and and after a few times that we talk, and uh, the more we be, uh, establish a relationship, and the more comfortable they become with me, the more they begin to open up, and the more they begin to open up, uh, mm -hmm. the more of what I say uh, begins to sink in, and I can go, you know, in each time I'm able to go a little deeper uh, in, into our conversation. And, and maybe say some things that um, that had I said it early on in our relationship, it may have been rejected. There you but go. Because you know we're we're knee deep in this thing now. Nash being received, so that that's an excellent point. Relationship, it it, it does play a big part um, uh, into it. Well, amen. I, go ahead, man. Transparency has always been a big issue for me. I've always tried to let people know exactly who I am as an individual. And, uh, I mean, you know, like right now, I'm sitting here in 1801 North 10th Street in North Waco, where I grew up in, you know. And I never forgot, I never forget where I come from, even though I may have a few more accolades than I had, in, you know, when I left here. But it's important for me to come back here. And, 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 I, this is the question I want to ask, uh, Mr. Slug. Where's mm -hmm. the church at in this situation? I mean, and not to, I'm not, and I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just asking mm -hmm. the question: Where is the church now? And you know, and 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 this battle that we're having 
for saving our young people. I, you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. I, I see you out on the streets doing the, doing the street ministry and and you know, but I don't see the church being as effective as it can be. Am I right or am I wrong? Um, uh, you uh, to a degree, you you're absolutely right, and the reason why I say it's to a degree because uh, yes, uh, there there is this problem where you know the church uh, uh, isn't as prevalent as it used to be. Uh, say you know when I read back you know, from you know like with the civil rights movement and and those things like that, as far as you know how the church used to be the pillar of the community uh, back in the day. And uh, but there are some churches. Um, I, I wouldn't say that that it's all churches because there are some churches out there that are making strides and uh, that are doing some things that they may not be as visible, you know, uh, uh, with doing it. But but they are making strides and they are, you know, doing some things uh, to try to, you know, help mentor, uh, uh, you know, whether it be tutoring programs, whether it be uh, uh, mentorship programs. Uh, you know, or through, you know, youth activities and, and, and different things like that, you know, uh, but for those churches uh, who are present, I think some of it is they don't know how to be. Yeah. I think because we, because the rut of tradition, the rut of the Sunday morning routine, the Wednesday night routine, um, that has taken precedence, and now we're moving into an era where, you know, social issues, you know, are, are coming back up again. You know, racism is coming back up again. You know, the problems in our community, you know, are, are existing, and some of them may want to help, but they don't even know where to start because they've been so out of touch for so long. And and it's like, okay, I I, may, I want to step up, but but where do I begin? And then for some churches. They don't even have young people in their church. It's mainly comprised of of of, of all older members, you know. And they yeah. and they feel like, you know, man, reach these young people or or what what can we do? But then there are some churches that that just don't give a dang on. Regardless, we just gonna continue to go about our Sunday morning routine, our our, our Wednesday morning, our Wednesday night Bible study, and. We go shout hallelujah. We go run around the church. We go speak in tongues. We go pass the collection plate, and we're gonna keep up. And as long as we good on that, they good. I mean, you know, they they're gonna continue to do that. And and so, uh, and I just think you just have those those three different dynamics. Uh, in my opinion, you know, as to why you know the the church, you know, uh, may or may not be you know stepping up to the uh, to the forefront. Yeah. But I just know, you know, the ministry that I come from, um, you know, with my pastor, man, um, and I, I thank God for him because, um, man, I, I you know, I, I've seen them, you know, as far as mentoring and uh, and even in the community, you know, uh, having a food pantry and uh, doing different yeah. things throughout the year, you know, to get involved in, in the community. And, and so um, by me seeing that model and, you know, it was like, you know, I come from, we had, you know, a lot of associate ministers there. And so my pastor would always tell us, don't just sit and wait for your time to preach. There's more than enough ministry out here that you can do rather than sitting on, uh, sitting up waiting for your time to preach on a Sunday morning. 
And so uh, when God sent me out, man, um, you know, that, that was my that was my mentality, <laughs> you know, yeah. that whether I have whether I have uh, a, a slew of folks behind me or not. I just know as for me and my house, we're going to do what God sent us to do. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Do you think like do you think like the church and and, and I'm not want to keep beating up because I'm I'm gonna move on from the mm. church after this. But do you think like the the black church would ex especially has lost the moral compass in some kind of way? Uh, am I reading in too much into that? But is is, is you know because morality it just seems like now with the with the last president that we had line is okay you know. Uh, <laughs> Cheating on you, doing you can do anything. I mean, like you know, it's it. It was a free for all, you know, and 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 so, I mean, do you think we picked up some of them bad habits along the way? Well, I, I, I would say if 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 we're gonna look at that from President Trump's standpoint of of measuring the church's moral compass, then we got to look at President Obama as well, as far as measuring the Trump's uh, uh, the church's moral compass, because um, it was under President Obama that really, you know, that gave the uh, the LGBT community their voice. They became stronger with his endorsement. So I would say that uh, that morally, you know, has the black church, um, you know, lost its moral compass um, in some ways, yes. Because um, I think for the most part now, we try to become politically correct okay. rather than standing on the word of God. And we try to appease uh, uh, the masses for fear of backlash or or, or, or losing our five hundred one c three status or, or, or whatever have you. Ooh. So uh, I think to a degree, uh, yes, yes, we have. Uh, uh, you know, as the black church, um, not all. So I don't want to put everybody under that umbrella, but uh, that, that there are some who have lost their, their moral compass. I get that. I I. I, I you actually showed balance in that uh, in terms of truthfully standing on the word. So, exactly. I mean, and if word is, if the truth, if the word is your truth and your basis, standing on that, sometimes controversy may come against that, but you can always stand on the word because the word of God is true. Yeah. That's brilliant. Yeah. And, and I think, I, and I think also too, man, like when it comes to politics, you know, you know, you're not going to get, um, you know, anybody in office that's going to be 100% for what you stand for. But I think, you know, man, you know, at some point we have to get beyond the point of, well, I'm a, I'm an independent or I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. Me personally, I'm going to look at who best represent my values. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you that's know what true. I'm saying? And, and to be honest with you, and and if I feel like, you know, that that none of the above, you know, represents what I stand for, then I'm not voting for none of these none of the above. Because right. just as it is my right to vote, it's my right not to you know to uh, to vote as well. So um, when we talk about morals uh, or, or whatever, I ain't gonna call no names, but you know, it's just it, it's just hard to to endorse someone. That, that that you can hold up in high regard and say, oh, well, he's a Christian or he's this or he's that. He represents biblical, you know, uh, values. Or and I'm like, what are you looking at? <laughs> right. Yeah. I, 
I think, too, the other thing is, and it's, it's important from a marketing standpoint, maybe I'm saying this wrong, but sometimes you'll see politicians, Democrats, Republicans, independents, you know, whatever third party, they'll run an ad and they'll disparage whoever or whatever cause. And I think it's important, and I'm, I'm going to use this term, I'm, Melvin, I'm going to be nice, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to use the term bullshit. But it's important not to get caught up in somebody else's bullshit sometimes because you can get, I guess in the streets, they would say you can get caught up in the game or you can get gained, you know, I'll get hoodwinked or you get bamboozled. And so in the, in the process of someone pitching their agenda, you have to realize that it's just that it's an agenda. And so yeah. we, when we look at these elected officials, and I'm off topic now, but when we look at these elected officials, <laughs> we do need to come back to full circle and get to the people who are going to help support, I think I'm on point yeah. now, who are going to support family. Yeah. Are you politic and a politic? You know, that's the, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again, Melvin. Are you are you politicking or politicking? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, you know, because that, that's that's what we see, you know. And 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 I, I think it's important that that we, you know, we always, you know, you 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 hit on that real, real. I really like that about the from the political standpoint. We always supporting somebody because of maybe they got an elephant or maybe they got a. Uh, a donkey, or uh, and we've always did it that way, and but we never went to either, either one of the political parties and, and said, "This is our agenda. If you want my vote, if you want me to vote for you, then how are you gonna meet my needs?" And there then you go. here, here are my needs. These are the things that I need. These are the things that my community needs. You know, these are the things that we've been suffering from, and whoever. Whoever meets those needs ought to be the one. Because I mean, I, I don't you get tired of seeing politicians run to the church when it's time for the vote. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. We just love. We just love you people. We just love you people. Um, <laughs> but you do. You do. So I. Uh, I I'm, I'm, I do what? I say they EMI for the rest of the for the rest of their term. Yeah, yeah. I don't see you. They see you in four years. Be right back there again, talking about uh, how sweet I. You know, they 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 pick up right where they left off on the you know on the Amazing Grace. <laughs> so, so I guess what we want to know is how can people get involved with Slugger. I know you do a lot of uh, ministerial efforts. Um, you do a lot of community service. And I don't like the word activist. I do like the word advocate. Yeah. I like the word advocate because you can scare people with act activists. You know, I'm an activist and then they want yeah, to. Yeah, and, 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 and Lord knows I, I'm far from, uh, from an activist. Po uh, uh, politics, you know, that type of, that ain't that, that ain't my thing. <laughs> right. But, I but hear as you're advocating for people, tell us about some of your programs and where we can find you. Well, I, I don't necessarily uh, uh, have any uh, 
you know, programs uh, per se. Like I say, mainly uh, what I have is uh, a, a ministry. And uh, uh, that ministry uh, that I do, man, uh, uh, is uh, via social media, uh, uh, via, uh, you know, uh, grocery store, via uh, phone okay. call, you know, uh, uh, you know, wherever. Um, sometimes, you know, periodically my wife and I, you know, we'll do uh, events uh, in the community, whether it's be, you know, women's workshop. Uh, we had started a street ministry here in Marlin back in 2012 called Word on the Street. And we did that for like five years where we would uh, every first and third Sunday, we go out on the block, you know, and take the word of God, you know, uh, out there. And so uh, uh, we stopped doing that in 2017. So really, uh, as far as w uh, with that, as far as w w with uh, what's, what's next, really just been praying and asking God, okay, what do you have for us next? You know, uh, uh, where where do we go from here? But like I say, but in the meantime, you know, I've been ministering the word through uh, Facebook, uh, radio, uh, you know, ministering, even really evangelizing, just to put it in a nutshell. Okay. Know? So I've been fulfilling my call that way. Amen. Well, that's great. So if people want to reach out to you, how do they find you on Facebook? You can reach me uh, at uh, Minister Slugger, or you can find me under my real name, which is, you know, nobody really knows me by that name. George. Yes, Strickland. they do, George. <laughs> 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 so uh, uh, they that's that's where you can reach me at. They can find you under Minister Slugger. Or under George Yeah, that's M-I-N-I. Yeah. And uh, Minister Slugger, M-I-N-I-S-T-E-R-S-L-U-G-G-E-R. Okay. Okay. Did you have anything else, Melvin? No, I just wanted uh, Minister Slugger. I'm so uh, so proud, man, the work that you're doing. And uh, count me in, man. I mean, you know, uh, anytime you, you're doing something in the Marlin area, you know, I'll come down there. And likewise, if we're doing something here in, in the Waco area, I used to run the YMCA, but I'm now over in uh, at the Methodist home, which is, you know, still another ministry. And uh, so uh, when we got things going yes. on on that side, I would definitely, uh, 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 definitely need, you know, I always need a good brother. That's I need, I need a, I need a soldier, a street minister. I don't need, <laughs> I, I don't need You know nobody. what, yeah, you, it, you're at the Methodist home, man. Uh, man, I know uh, a good friend of mine. He's a youth pastor uh, over there. Uh, Ahmad Washington. Uh, Ahmad, yeah, that's another. That's yeah, a soldier boy. That, 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 that's yeah, another sir. one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm gonna be sure to yeah. tell Ahmad I spoke with you. Uh, on yeah, that yeah, me and Ahmad go way back, man. <laughs> uh, he's good brother. He's good brother, man. Good brother. Yeah, but that's awesome. So, and this is what we need. We need that transparency, that openness. And so, so I'm, I'm thankful. Anything you want to say, Minister, before we close? And I got my closing remarks, and then I'll let Mel. I'll, I'll. You'll see how we do. Anything you want to close on? Uh, just once again, uh, thank you guys uh, for for having me on. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, you uh, you guys were able to to get something from my chatter. <laughs> yes, no, most uh, definitely. You know, that, uh, <laughs> So, but uh, but but it's, it's but it's been a pleasure. Well, we want to close by saying that we hope the information we shared with our listeners was helpful and insightful, and our prayer is that the listeners will impart upon other people that they encounter the knowledge that was shared with them, 
so that we as a community can continue to be strong. As such, and when we meet again, Melvin and I vow to continue sharing our ever-expanding circle of knowledge. However, should the Lord call us home in the meantime, in between time, or either of us, we humbly submit or will humbly bow in submission to the will of God, and we pray that the circle of love, knowledge, and power will continue to be unbroken. So, as Melvin always says, what do you say, Melvin? You know what I say, and the struggle is real, so you got to get real with the struggle. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you, brothers. Thank y'all. God bless. All right. God bless. Yeah.